Hi, and welcome to the Different States of Mind podcast with your hosts, Kara Brown and Katie Afey. Alrighty, hi guys, and welcome back to the pod. Hello. Hello. <laughs> wait, maybe we <laughs> should just nice? come in. Yeah, wait. Wh- who's. <laughs> what? Should, should I it? match you, or, sh- or should I? I'll, I'll go first. Okay. And then you can match me. Okay. Right? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Obviously, you did a really good job in choir. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, hey. Hello. <laughs> Hope you liked that song. Mm hmm. We wrote it just for you. <laughs> oh, we're just in a silly, silly goofy mood. I I feel like this whole thing's gonna be a train wreck in the best way. Um, yeah, we're in the silly goofiest of moods. Yes. Oh my gosh. First things first. Mm-hmm. Carrier pigeons existed. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> I I literally can't handle that that's true. If you were unaware like you should be, carrier pigeons are real. And the other day, so Katie and I and a bunch of our friends are in Journalism 3000 Mm -hmm. together, which is the history of American journalism. And on Tuesday in class, we were talking about, like, the early 1800s journalism, and our professor starts telling us about how... When people started to want to get news, like, hot off the presses, in order to get news faster, they would send out carrier pigeons to go get the news and bring it back. And I'm not kidding at all. I heard the words, like, carrier pigeons and then a fact (laughs) that made them real. And I started crying. I wish that this was not just audio and I took better pictures because also the picture I got was not not justice. No. The tears streaming (laughs) down her face. And also a kid like raised his hand in class. This this is what really sent me. It was just Mm -hmm. like, how did they train them? (laughs) And like it was just like it was just such like a culmination of just realizing they were real. Mm -hmm. But also like I kept asking people throughout the day, like, did you know carrier pigeons existed? And some of them were like, yeah. Like, Grace knew. And I was like, she was like, I didn't know they're still using them. Like, she thought I meant that they were still, I was like, no, they're not still using carrier pigeons. No, I put, like, on my story on Snapchat, who was going to tell me that carrier pigeons existed? (laughs) And I got some responses of people who were, like, concerned that I didn't know. And I was like, okay. If you, like, thought carrier pigeons were real, why? Yeah. It's, it seems so made up. It seems like an urban legend. How, no, genuinely, how did they train them? I, it's a great question. It, it doesn't make (laughs) sense that pigeons knew how to, like, where to fly back to, like, a press. How? No, I'm gonna start crying again. Like, <laughs> like, did they have food for them or something? Like, but like, how far away did they fly to go get the news? Because there's no way they could find their way back. Where would they? Okay, I also need this broken down again because I was just distracted in class of they oh, exist. No, once we got past they exist, I no, didn't hear a thing. But where? So they were used in what manner? They like 
went, there were reporters out in the field. Okay. And the reporter They were, like, would, taking notes or yes. whatever, and the pigeons would get the notes, no, bring them back, back to, to the press. Yeah. So that the news could get there faster. No, they didn't. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't make any sense. There's no way. Like, also, how would, like, how would the the press have known when to, or, like, the people that were writing the story known when to send the pigeon to get the, or was the pigeon, do they take the pigeon with them? I, is I it, don't know. Or did they just find random pigeons and were just like. The, well then how, how, they couldn't have, because then how would they have known the news station? No. How, how like, would they have known, like, to go back to that, like, they literally must just be the smartest yeah. animal. Also to, like, properly utilize that. They had to be, like, going pretty far. Because yeah. otherwise the reporters, like, could just cross the city, yeah. it's not going to take that long, even by foot, yeah. to, like, for the reporter to come back. So they had to have been pretty far. How does a pigeon know how to get from one city to another city? It's a pigeon. How did he carry the news, also? I tie a little string around okay. his little neck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How many pigeons died in service? That's what I want to well, know. Well, apparently they were used in the war, too. <laughs> like, that's what Grace knew them from. Like, they would, like, they carry used messages. in the war. Oh, yeah, no. He definitely said that in class because he talked about... <laughs> no, he wasn't talking about the war. He was talking about newspapers. Kara started to tear up again. <laughs> so funny also what we were learning about yesterday with them just like stoning each other or something oh i part of me wishes that i worked in the press of the old times to see it part of me's glad that i don't oh no i there's no, like if i could i don't know if this is a question that people ask but like if you could like live any day like in any sort of time doing anything like present or past present or future my one goal that I want for one day would be to be working as a reporter in the, in the, what the heck was that era that we were even talking about? Mass press. Mass press era. Mm -hmm. Just to see how the pigeon works. Yeah. I would love to see it. Also, just like, imagine if like you were hired as like the person who has like, like, I don't know, I doubt that this was, like, an actual role, but, like, the person that was, like, for the hunt for the pigeons. Like, just, like, <laughs> seeing if anyone, if there was a pigeon flying with news, and you're just, like, sniping down the other, the what if you, pigeons. What if you, what if you actually sniped down your own? <laughs> you're, like, oh, no, now that, then they stone you. Yeah. It's over. Um, Anyways. 
But another thing besides carrier pigeons, mm-hmm. we have to talk about football. We do. It's a requirement. Mm-hmm. I realized that I can't, my team can't win, like, my actual, like, Washington. Uh-huh. And my fantasy and picks also go well. It's either Washington mm-hmm. loses and I crush fantasy and my picks. Yeah. Or Washington wins and I look like a big fat dum-dum. How are you feeling after week two of NFL? I. The Bills rocked. The Bills absolutely killed. Um, My father, I was talking about how well the Bills played. And my father goes, You can't be a fan of two teams. (laughs) And I was like, Yes, I can. (laughs) And he was like, No, you can't. It's against the definition of fanatic. And I was like, no, I can literally be a fan of two teams. He was like, no, you can like other teams. You can be fans, you can be a fan of players. I Also, dad, how can I be a fan, not, how can I not be a fan of multiple teams, but I can be a fan of multiple players? Make that make sense, dad. Because <laughs> I was like, well, then I'm a Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs fan. Yeah. He was like, that's fine. You can be a fan of players. <laughs> so that doesn't make sense. But yes, no other games happened the whole week. Only the Bills played. Mm-hmm. No other teams played. Washington played. Washington played. Washington won. Shout mm-hmm. out Washington. Ugh. Even if there, our defense would have just gotten me some two more points. Yeah. Respectfully, no. I know you don't want me to bring it up. Tyreek Hill absolutely killed me. He got shut down. He scored more than 30 points for me on week one. Yeah. He scored me two points this week. Yeah. They threw to, like, nine different receivers last week. But shout out Byron Pringle. Yeah, that was amazing. Our friend Jack loves Byron Pringle. And, like, <laughs> I had everybody over to my apartment, and Mans goes, yeah, but Byron Pringle hasn't even caught the ball today. As the words are coming out of his mouth, Byron Pringle catches a long touchdown pass. Yeah. And it was amazing. That was, that was actually insane. That yeah. he, he manifested that one. <laughs> yes, In a matter of seconds, mm-hmm. because... Oh, also, apparently Aaron Rodgers does want to play for Green Bay. Yeah, what the heck? I picked against the Packers in yeah. picks this week because I was like, Aaron Rodgers is just, like, goofing off yeah. this year. And then here he comes, absolutely killing it. And I'm like, why? He had, did you see, I saw, like, on ESPN Instagram about how he was being interviewed and they were asking... They were asking him, what do you think about the people that said that you were trying to throw the game or that you don't care or something? And he was just like, I think people are going to talk a lot of... Smack. Smack, yeah. I don't know. It was just... I'm just... Like... It's just weird also because the people in Green Bay don't like him anymore. No. It's just all is really bad. Like, just get him out of there if if he still wants to be in the NFL, like... Yeah, I am sure there's plenty of other teams that definitely would take him and want him. Yeah, but some people were saying Washington, but I don't want Aaron Rodgers. 
if y'all get Aaron Rodgers, he's going to get injured yeah. the first game, and then his career will be over. Yeah, that's... Oh, my gosh. Send Tom Brady to Washington. <laughs> Send him. Yeah, and then I'll root for... No. I can never... I literally will never in my life be able to root for Tom Brady. Oh, me neither. I despise him. Also, no. I just... I... No. I Last year, I also didn't hate the Patriots as much. Mm-hmm. I hate them. Again, I don't like Mac Jones. I want them to oh. choke. <laughs> I am so indifferent towards the... Pa- well... No, because are they in the same division as the Bills? Yes. So I guess I dislike them in that regard. Yes, I'm like ninety. I think so. Sure. Cause it's them, Miami, <laughs> um, and then the Jets. I think. <laughs> Shout out Jets. <laughs> Don't quote me on that, but I think that's. I was. It. I was listening to Caitlin Jack. Our friends Caitlin, Jack, and Peter, they, Jack and Peter, shout out Penalty Box, just listen to KCOU. Yeah. Um, but they were, they have a radio show and they were talking and I thought it was interesting because they were having like the discussion about these rookie quarterbacks Mm -hmm. and I was really agreeing with what Caitlin was saying because she was just talking about how we're seeing so many people, or so many people, like these quarterbacks are just expected to be thrown in and absolutely save these teams with no mm-hmm. help around them. And also, it's such a better system if you don't start your rookie quarterback and if yeah. you have them have some sort of mentor mm-hmm. to watch because college is just so different than NFL. And I forget who it's working with right now that I don't even really know. But yeah, we just see like. Trevor Lawrence not doing good. No. The BYU man, what's his name? Who's on the Jets? Um, he was second. I, I remember he threw four picks. Yeah, he, he's not week. doing well. Um, and then Caitlin was also bringing up like. Well, no, he didn't start. Drew Locke. Drew Locke didn't start immediately. I think that's part of the issue is a lot of teams get old, decrepit quarterbacks yeah. to be the mentor for their new quarterback. Yeah. I think, well, if Green Bay wasn't a crap storm right now, mm-hmm. I think that'd be a really good situation for Jordan Love, I think, yeah. the guy. Like, if Aaron Rodgers, because he's still, like, able to play quarterback at a high level. Yeah. If Jordan Love can learn from him and sit the bench until Rodgers is gone, then he can come on and play well. Yeah. But, like, no tea to Fitzmagic, because I love Fitzmagic. But when he was, like, the mentor for Tua, Mm -hmm. Fitzmagic is going to get hurt. Yeah. He always gets hurt. So it's like, Tua was going to have to step in pretty quick anyways. Same thing now with, like, Justin Fields, who's starting this week, with um, Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle. Everybody knew Andy Dalton was going to get got very quick. So now Justin Fields already has to step up. It's not the same. You have to have an already established quarterback. Yeah. And not just some, like, has-been. It would have worked in Green Bay if it – I feel like, respectfully to Aaron Rodgers, don't know him – like, he just seemed like it, 
he took it like personally. Yeah. And so I, Well, because he was Jordan Love yeah. to Brett Favre. Yeah. So it was more of like a uh what's that called? Changing of the guards. No, like a when you ha- not habit, but like a tendency of Green Bay, like they'd already done it. Mm. So I think because also the narrative when they drafted Jordan Love yeah. wasn't like, yes, now Rodgers has a protege. It, it was, was like, oh, shoot, Rodgers is on the outs. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, but, I mean, you look at Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He, respectfully to Patrick Mahomes, I think it would have been awful if he just would have stepped onto the field. Mm-hmm. I think he thinks it would have been awful. Yeah. If he would have just stepped onto the field. But since he had Alex Smith there for like a full season. Yeah. Mahomes only played one game that season and it was because the Chiefs already had their playoff spot locked. So then Patrick could come out and do his thing. Yeah. That's fine. He got that whole season to sit there and watch. Got his practice game in there at the end. And it worked. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> Are you going to tell me? Didn't the same kind of thing happen with Lamar Jackson? Didn't he kind of, like, sit and Under watch Flacco? Flacco? <laughs> I, I honestly don't remember. I don't think he I was don't... thrown right into the game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure his second season was, like, his when he, like, took mm-hmm. off. Did they have a quarterback, like, between Flacco and Lamar? Potentially. I, don't I can't remember. remember. I don't remember Flacco, like, being the mentor for Lamar. Yeah. But he could have been. I don't. I don't pay enough attention to the Ravens. No, I also don't know, like, in what universe Flacco could have helped Lamar Jackson at all. <laughs> yeah. They play very different games. Mm-hmm. Also, fun fact, Joe Flacco, like, has, like, the worst um, career after winning a Super Bowl for, like, any, like, quarterback or, like, stats or something like that. What makes me laugh about Joe Flacco is until, like, Mahomes and his era now, in the AFC, it was, like, every representative, every quarterback that represented the AFC since, like, 2000 had been either Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, or Ben Roethlisberger. Mm Mm-hmm. Until, and, like, even after, but just, like, right in that one spot was Joe Flacco. Yeah. (laughs) Before and after him, it's just the other three. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, why? Oh. That's probably enough football time. (laughs) (laughs) So, we've been talking about... (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry in advance for this one. We've been talking about football, been talking about... Joe Flacco, mm-hmm. who played for Baltimore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what other city starts with a B? What city, Kara? Branson! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. <laughs> and our topic for this week is Branson! Wow! Let's get into it! <laughs> So my first question for you is, have you ever been to Branson? <laughs> I knew that this was going to be your first question, but no, I have not, but I was supposed to go there mm-hmm. um, because freshman year, 
I don't know if listeners are aware, but the way that, like, Missouri works, um, you can get in-state very easily if you stay for a summer after, like, taking classes or whatever and certain other requirements. But anyway, so my original plan freshman year was I was going to come out here and then stay for that first summer and you're only allowed to leave the state for like 14 days so my family was planning on having their family vacation in Missouri so I didn't have to leave the state and we booked a timeshare place at Branson like at a Hilton or like a no not Hilton some sort of like four seasons thing Mm -hmm. and do you know where geographically in the state Branson is this is a great question because no but I'm you've been through it I was gonna say I feel like it's Oh, yes, I do. It's south, mm-hmm. and it's, like, an hour from your from Springfield, correct? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, two hours from Columbia, one hour from Springfield? No, it's, like, or, four hours from Columbia. Oh, it's further, because I went through it when I went to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So it's an hour south of Springfield, an hour north-ish of Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. And about, yeah, I'd be Oklahoma there. About an hour from Oklahoma, too. Yeah, it's very, it's like, it almost is Arkansas. Like, it's very much, I went to, I don't think it's like right in Branson, but I went to like this walking trail place that's near Branson, Mm -hmm. and on the trail, you like, walk up to the state line between Missouri and Arkansas. Cute. So, it's very close to Arkansas, also pretty close to Oklahoma, and also probably about two hours away from Kansas. Mm. That's how, like, the Springfield area is very close to yeah. those states. That's so, interesting. Yeah. I feel like, like, when I'm in Columbia, I... I still think, like, oh, it doesn't take that long to get to, like, these other states, but mm-hmm. no, Columbia is very central. central yeah. Um, and then I also, like, I, I knew that, like, Springfield was southwest Missouri, mm-hmm. but also, before I came here, I don't think I comprehended just, like, just how southwest we are, because we're very southwest mm-hmm. in Missouri. We're... Both very south and very west, so. <laughs> that is what southwest means. Yes, so. yes it is. Alrighty, so my next question for you is, what do you think is in Branson? Okay, so it's very touristy. Yes. And, which also, side note, how do you pronounce that word? Touristy. Okay. <laughs> Hate that. <laughs> um, and... I remember driving through it. I think we. I think I also stopped at a Panera in Branson. Mm. Um, there's just a lot of like, I don't want to say like kitschy, like, oh. There were random like um, attractions, mm-hmm. and. But also, from the pictures I saw online of the place that I was supposed to be staying at, it seems like there are areas of it that aren't as... I don't know what word I'm looking for, because, like, touristy, yeah, but I'm trying to think of... Oh, there's this place called South of the Border in, like, South Carolina, or maybe it's in Georgia, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's in Florida, I don't remember. 
and it's just like very what's the word like I don't know <laughs> I'm like trying to think of like it's not touristy cheesy I don't know this one area of Branson that I was in was just very like there was just, like a lot of attractions mm-hmm. and it was very busy Mm-hmm. Even though when I did go, it was when COVID was still... Which I didn't go into it. Yeah. I was just driving through it. Um, no, COVID didn't exist in Missouri. COVID did not... Especially not Branson. There no. were the, Branson, Lake of the Ozarks. It yeah. didn't exist there. Um, but it seemed also online, the pictures that I saw of the place that my family... It seemed a little bit more nature like mm. so it seemed like there was like nicer areas out of it that weren't as kitschy I'm gonna just say kitschy okay um yeah so that's kind of exactly what I would say is there's like it's like half lake life and like yeah. lake vibes and then half like old-timey touristy. I know exactly what I can compare it to that at least my mom and family will know. Um, I went to... Have you ever been to Pigeon Forge in Tennessee? No. It's very similar to Pigeon Forge, I feel like, at least the the touristy type part. Mm -hmm. And what I will say about Pigeon Forge is I saw a lady walking a raccoon on a leash (laughs) there. So that's the same vibe. <laughs> okay, yeah. So in Branson, it's kind of interesting because there's also Branson West, which kind of just all bleeds together. But Branson West is a little more um, residential. Okay. And then there's like restaurants and stuff there. So usually when I would go to Branson, if we were going to eat somewhere, usually we ate in Branson West. Okay. But then you go into Branson and there's like, the main drag is, like, so touristy, and yeah. it's, like, it's just, it's so different from, like, anything, because every single place is just, like, to draw in tourists. Yeah. So, there's, like, this, the stuff you can see far away always makes me laugh, because there's, like, um a wax museum (laughs) and I'm pretty sure it's the wax museum that has a big sculpture of King Kong climbing a building love that then there's the Ferris wheel which is newer but now it's a little bit old now but like still newer compared to everything else and if I remember correctly that Ferris wheel used to be the Ferris wheel at Navy Pier in Chicago but then they moved it to Branson, so now it's the Branson Ferris Wheel. All that. And then there's also this place, I think it's called Paschetti's, and it's just, the entrance is a giant meatball <laughs> with a fork stuck in it. Um, <laughs> so there's, like, a lot of interesting sights yeah. along that area. Also, just, like, right in the middle of town, like, right in that area, is Whitewater, a big water park. Oh. And I remember the first time I went there, I was like, why is it just, like, off the side of the road? Like, you literally drive right by it when you drive past it. And I was like, that's such an odd place for a water park. Yeah. Um, but that whole area, it's really, like, fun. 
but it's just so weird. Also, a huge thing in Branson is the shows. There's yes. tons and tons of different shows. And there's tons of different, like, venues for the shows. So, just, like, all down the main street that you drive through are, like, places where shows are held. Um, so, that's, like, a really big deal. And then, also... There's Silver Dollar City, which we're going to get more into later. Okay. Um, and then just, like, then, so you have that whole, like, touristy aspect. And then there's, like, the lake. And then there's also, like, touristy stuff for the lake. Mm-hmm. So it, it's something. A lot of, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people travel there. <laughs> a lot of people from this area yeah. travel there because it's, like, a close enough place that you can just like go mm-hmm. and it's a good place to like vacation because there's so many things to do there it also is very time machine yeah like respectfully dated like uh-huh. not like it feels it just, like old yeah like mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of what you see in older mo- like i don't know what older movies but just like mm-hmm. of the 90s. I feel like that's 80s, 90s is kind of the type of vibe that it gives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, I like, it's so, it's such just like a thing of its own. How often, I'm sorry, I'm asking you a question. No, you're good. How often do you go there? Do you mainly just go for Silver Dollar City? Um, no, I've gone. Well, one of my uncles lives in Branson. Okay. So we go down for, like, Christmas a lot. Okay. We have, like, our big family Christmas down there usually. Um, I, this is kind of stepping on one of my other questions, but my grandpa used to have a boat on the okay. lake. So we'd go down there during the summer and do the boat. Um, and is that, that's not considered, like, the Ozarks, is it? Lake of the Ozarks is completely different. Okay. <laughs> Um, we can get more into that (laughs) later, but, um, and then I've gone to Silver Dollar City a lot. I've done, just, like, gone down there for all the different, like, tourist-type things. The Outlet Mall is in Branson, and then there's also the Branson Landing, which is, like, on the lake, and then it's just, like, a line of shops. Um, so a lot of people go there, because that's, it's, like, cool. The shops on it are kind of, like, different they do have like bath and body works and then like some normal stuff that's usually like in the mall but then there's some other things too they have a lot of seafood restaurants like right on the landing there um they also have a guy fieri restaurant oh so maybe we should go (laughs) maybe yeah so yeah i don't remember why i said that (laughs) but yeah so there's a lot of things... Oh, things I've gone down there for. That's what I was talking about. Um, so, yeah. I've been down there a lot. I'd say typically I go down maybe, like, three times a year. Okay. So, not, like, super often, but I'm definitely down there a bit. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, now getting into something more specific that we were talking about... What do you picture when I say Silver Dollar City? Okay, 
You guys don't have Adventure Park, right? No. Okay, I think that may be just a Frederick thing. But Adventure Park is, like, a smaller amusement park, and it's more, like, I was a game show, like, arcade type, and then there's also, like, a ropes course in it, but it's all, like, a little bit smaller, like, it's not, like, a big amusement park. Mm -hmm. So whenever you said Silver Dollar City, I kind of thought that it was just, like, a smaller amusement park that, like, didn't have a lot of roller coasters. It just, in my head, like, I don't know. The name was just interesting to me, um, and it didn't seem like it was, like, a big amusement park. Okay. So, Silver Dollar City, it's very different. You said that Branson felt like a time machine. (laughs) Well, so... Silver Dollar City, that's what it's trying to, like, that's the point. The whole thing, the whole shtick, is that it's like the 1800s, when the Silver Dollar was big. And so, like, the whole, there's, when you walk in, there's, like, the town square, Mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of shops set up right there. So there's, like, a restaurant, a taffy store, some places you can buy things. Everyone there is dressed up in the garb. Of, like, the 1800s. Like, people that are working there? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought you just meant, like, people that go. No, no, <laughs> the people that work there, they all have, like, costumes. Okay. That they're dressed up in. And there's a ton of, like, shops through the whole thing. There's a, shows. They have a lot of different shows. Um, and then there's also, like, the rides. Okay. So there's, um... Several different roller coasters, a couple water rides, and then there's, like, a kid's area that has, like, more low-key rides for children. So it's it's got a lot going on. How big is it? Oh, it's pretty big. Okay. Like, it's it takes up a lot of space. <laughs> but it's so interesting. But one of their things is they have, like, different events at, like, each point of the year. So I know there's one part of the year that's bluegrass and barbecue. Okay. So, like, that's their thing. There's a bunch of barbecue. And then all of the shows are, like, bluegrass music. And then there's Moonlight Madness, which is when the park during the summer stays open until, like, midnight, Mm. so you can ride all the rides at night. Um, And then the big one is Christmas, because they cover everything in Christmas lights. That's cool. And they do, like, a massive Christmas lights display and a bunch of Christmas shows. My family goes for Christmas, like, every year. I was going to say, I feel like I've seen pictures. Yeah, because we're really into, like, the, the lights and also, like, the Christmas shows, they have a parade at night. Oh, that's cool. Um, I think that's why I thought it was, like, this place, Adventure Park, because they, like, do, like, a big light show there, mm-hmm. and I just always kind of assume that. But it sounds like it's a lot bigger than Adventure Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know my family, they do um, a performance of A Christmas Carol. Oh, it's sexy. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we go to that every year, because my dad loves A Christmas Carol. Hmm. And um, we also... just really like the show of it that they do at Silver Dollar City. Nice. And also my uncle works there. Oh, cool. So, um, 
over the summer I went and um we like met up with him there and so he like got us in the back door of like all the shows that we were sitting like up close it was it was fun um I have another important question it's not about Silver Dollar City but it is about Branson okay is there a Bass Pro Shop in Branson I don't know if there's a Bass Pro Shop there's a Bass Pro Restaurant shut up Shut up. Why haven't we been? <laughs> it's on the landing. No, we need to go and wear our, our sweatshirts. Yes, we do. Oh, I would love to go to Branson. Our friend, oh my gosh, our friend Chase went to Branson over the summer. I have not had the opportunity to really dig into yeah. that. But I need to know need what he to. thought. Um, oh, we should we should go for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That'd be really fun. That'd be really fun. Um, yeah, because there's... I know one of our friends has definitely been to Silver Dollar City and, like, been to Branson. One of our other friends told me he thinks he's been to Branson, but he's not sure. Luke's definitely been. Jack? Jack told me, I think I went for a family reunion. (laughs) That might have been in Kansas. (laughs) Oh, I don't know where it is. (laughs) I was like, um, excuse me. How are you getting confused? But... Yeah, so I'm a big fan of Silver Dollar City. The only issue is, which it's the issue with anything ever, you get there, the lines are super yeah. long. Once I've waited to ride, like, two roller coasters, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the whole day has passed now. So that's Silver Dollar City. I don't know if it's just because, like, I've been there so many times and, like, my uncle works there and stuff, but to me, Silver Dollar City is, like, the main attraction of Branson. And I think, honestly, it could be because I don't know of anything that's quite like it anywhere else. Gotcha. It's it's definitely different, but it's a lot of fun. Gotcha. My next question is, we've talked a little bit about Table Rock Lake. Mm -hmm. Would you want to go there? I would love to go to a lake. Mm -hmm. So, like, I mean, I'm not picky. Well, this like super fun. Okay, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> um, I was thinking about like over the summer when we we went to the lake and we're on a boat and just all of that. Yeah. It was fabulous. Uh-huh. Um, but there's like a lot of stuff to do at Table Rock Lake because there's a beach, a real beach. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. With sand. Um, also, another thing, I'm, yeah, I'm, like, pretty sure it goes on Table Rock. There's this thing called the Showboat Branson Bell, mm-hmm. and it's, like, a cruise boat? No, I'm lying. I think it's a steamboat. <laughs> I don't know. But you, like, go on it, and then they serve dinner and do a show oh, that's while cool. you're on the boat. And then, like, I think you can go out, like, on it and look at the lake. I've done it a couple times. I don't remember anything <laughs> about it, really. But I I think I thought it was fun. Uh, <laughs> I was young when yeah. I went went on the showboat. And then it it is so funny because, like, the lake part of Branson does feel very, like, separated from 
the yeah, other part, yeah. yeah, the like really touristy part, which the lake's also like touristy because yeah. it's the lake, but it's like it's also really like big. Yeah. So if you go on a boat, you can really like boat around on it, and um, my uncle lives like right by the lake, and he has like massive windows in his house, and you can just like overlook. That's the gorgeous. So, yeah, it's really cool. And the landing's really cool. You can, like, walk up, walk, like, right by... I'm... I think that's the lake. I'm just not sure. It's also... Table Rock's kind of weird because it's, like, the way it's shaped, it has a lot of parts that, like... I think all lakes might... I don't know. A lot of parts, like, jut out. Mm-hmm. So it's got a lot of, like, enclaves yeah. in places. Um, my grandpa used to have a boat. So, like, ever since he got rid of the boat, we didn't go to the lake mm-hmm. as much. But it's, it's a good time. Cool. Do people, like, when they go to the lake, can you, like, go rent out houses there to stay at the lake for, like, a week or so? Um, I think so. I know there's, like, hotels and stuff okay. down there by the lake, and then also a lot of people go camping. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like my family went camping by Table Rock once, but I don't remember, because I would have been, like, really little. Mm-hmm. Also, one time that I went to Branson. <laughs> so, did your school have senior skip day? Uh not like kind of what was yours i didn't go on it okay but was it like a school function no oh okay no people just were like we're gonna skip Skip. this day it literally was like the last week we had school so i was i had to track me and i couldn't go but i also thought it was dumb that people wanted to skip like the last i don't know but what was yours our school had an school organized senior skip day that's cool so it's just like they took the seniors on a field trip at the end of the year every year and usually, they went to Silver Dollar City, but when I was a senior, we went to this place called The Track, which had, like, it has go-karts, it has, like, an arcade, and the Ferris wheels there. In Branson? Yes. Okay. So, I, I remember actually so little about the day. I just remember that me and my two friends went on the ferris wheel while we were there and my one friend is so scared of heights and the whole time she like would not look out over like branson and it's really cool because you can see like pretty far once you get to the top of the ferris wheel but i was just like why did she do this if she's so afraid of heights yeah also i think it's at the same place but they have like i think it's called like a ripcord but it's where it, like, brings you up really high, and then they release you, oh, and you just, yeah. like, swing yeah. on, like, a bungee cord type thing. Yeah. I've never done it, but Ruthie and her boyfriend and, like, a couple of their friends went to Branson, and Ruthie did it. And I was like, she told me about it, and I was like, oh my god. Did she like it? I think she did. I don't think I could do it. Do you have any interest in bungee jumping or skydiving? Yeah, I want to, like, both, mm-hmm. but I don't know. <laughs> There's, like, 
Oh, it also makes me so nervous. I honestly think I'd be less afraid of skydiving than yeah. I would bungee jumping. Because in my head, I'm like, you're supposed to be falling when you're mm-hmm. skydiving. And then, like, you parachute. So, I feel like there's less room for error than on a bungee cord. Because, like, then if you, if it breaks and you start falling, you're just done. Yeah. Like. I agree. I think it'd be cooler to bungee jump, like, in a nature place. Mm-hmm. Like, and skydive in, like, a nature place. Not necessarily, like. Yeah. An amusement park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last week we were talking about The Amazing Race, mm-hmm. and I've seen, like, on there, they do, like, the bungee jumping off a cliff, and it's just, like, down into, like, a canyon, which would be so cool. hmm I'd be so afraid I was gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm not even that afraid of heights or anything, but I just feel like you're asking for it yeah. <laughs> if you, like, bungee jump into a canyon. But I feel like, also, in my head, I'm like, they wouldn't do it if it wasn't safe. safe. Yeah. But, <laughs> this is also kind of a tangent, but I'm not afraid of heights, but I'm really afraid of caves. And there, there's a cave at Silver Dollar City also, like, that you can tour. Okay. Which... It's kind of interesting. I think it's called Marvel Cave. But I get really afraid of caves because once I, like, go down in it, I feel like the whole thing's going to collapse on me. And I told my mom that. She was like, it's been standing for, like, thousands of years. Why would it collapse now? I was like, that's why it's been standing for thousands of years. One day it's got to be too much. Mm -hmm. It's like... Um, there's a cave in Springfield that you, like, drive through, and you get to a point, they're like, yeah, you're a hundred feet below, like, surface level, and the parking lot's right above us. I'm like, there's cars right above us? I don't like that. No. The thought of being crushed is also just, like, absolutely terrifying to me. Yeah. No, I hate it. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) So, yeah. So, um, I don't really have any other questions. This, once I was, like, writing down questions for this, I was like, oh, it's kind of hard because I could, like, just sit here and tell you all about Branson, but that'd be kind of boring. <laughs> so, well, I feel, I, I mean, I want to go back and, like, mm-hmm, actually, actually go. I would like to go to, like, the lake mm-hmm. area, I feel like. Oh, I would love for you to go to the lake. I feel like you'd have to go to, like, the touristy part, too, because... We can make it... We can... There's so... Just... There's so many things that it's just, like... What? I want to go to Silver Dollar City, also. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to go to Silver Dollar City. Yeah. It's lit. But that was my last question for you. So, do you have a topic for next week? I do. So we were talking about Silver Dollar City, so this is a very easy topic to kind of throw out there, but I'm super into amusement parks as well, (laughs) if you're super into amusement (laughs) parks. Um, So I thought next week we could just kind of dive in, so we'll probably talk about Silver Dollar City again, Mm -hmm. but there are a couple amusement parks back home, like Hershey Park, Kings Dominion, that have really special places in my heart that I would just love to dive in and talk deeper about. So, yeah. 
So make sure you tune in for that one. Thank you for listening to the Different States of Mind podcast. Be sure to tune in every Friday for new episodes. And as always, remember to be open to whatever comes next. See you next week.